makes me wet just to think of it. There are forms to print out here. The beige walls of my cubicle stare passively as I make my way to the end of the day, occupying myself with trivialities so most of my brain is free to run over his dark eyes, his pale face and his tongue, over and over and over. The heat between my legs grows unbearable, and I run to the ladies' room to stroke myself, oh so quietly, to a gushing orgasm. And still I can't get his face out of my head. The next morning he's not there. It stops me in my tracks. I look down into the store and there's a blonde woman and what I imagine to be a teenage son. They unpack boxes and arrange shelves. I hesitate a second and she sees me, smiles and I smile back, pausing as if looking over the glass pieces. Disappointment seeps in, at first in the background and I try to contain it there. I straighten, I look around, suddenly aware this very first time that there are others on the street, people on their way to work, maybe even people who live above the stores, people who glance out of their windows in the morning and see me looking in here, hesitating here like a fool. I'm stung and it follows me to work, the thought hovers like smoke, curling around the corners of the room. I hardly even slow down the next day, just barely, only long enough to see the back of her head, blonde, and hurry on. The day goes by in slow motion, excruciating, the minutes creeping by as they laugh at me, left feeling bereft at this, all those minutes yawning, empty, sapped of any music. And what do I want, exactly? What was I hoping for? Some silly movie ending with him, a dark-eyed man, angel, standing shyly one morning, offering a bouquet of flowers? But no, that's not what I wanted at all. After a weekend of mundane chores, I set out for work with a curious mixture of apprehension and excitement roiling in my middle. I try to walk casually by, just stroll down the street, looking at the shops, but have to stifle the disappointment when he's still not there. No sign of him at all as the blonde woman greets customers and stocks shelves. Not as Monday bleeds into Tuesday and the sweet flurry of hopeful excitement dissipates. Wednesday it rains, gathering in cold grey puddles on the sidewalk. I'm looking down at my basic black shoes, dodging the puddles, honestly not looking for him any more. But there, out of the corner of my eye, it's unmistakable. His blonde spikes, the back of his head. I stop abruptly breathless in an instant, but he doesn't see me. I'm jolted but try to reason my way out of it. I force myself to keep going. Just because he's there, I don't have to look or react. But all day at work it buzzes in the background noise inside my head. The sight of those platinum spikes, the memory of his dark eyes and red tongue, no matter how much I reason against it. Coming home, I start to feel my pulse quicken and my steps slow down as I turn the corner. That corner. That block. And I don't fight it this time. He's there. Is he looking for me, too? He comes to the window as I pass, slower and slower. He's watching as my long jacket flies open in the damp wind. His eyes are hungry. My skirt is short. His tongue, just the end of it, wet and red, runs over his lower lip again and again, back and forth, as I walk by, slowing down. I take a long stride for a good look. His lips purse. He stares intently, then kisses his palm, and blows it up to me, 
and it follows me all the way back home, licking its way up between my legs. I have to rush to the bathroom, leave my cat yowling for dinner, stroke myself to orgasm as bathwater runs, thinking of the rosy red tip of his tongue. There's no rain in the morning, though the sidewalk is splotchy, still mostly damp. A stiff wind separates the gloomy clouds and whips the surface of the puddles into urgent patterns. We have a meeting early at work. It's still half dark as I scurry along, and none of the shops are open. During the meeting, boring, but the pastries are good, coffee decent, I'm looking out of the window as the darker clouds thin out, finally pull apart altogether to reveal satiny blue high above. Why shouldn't there be magic present? A ghost has entered the machine, an email virus that cripples our server just as the meeting ends, leaving the office in confusion. The system down, we can take some of our personal time and leave...